zombie. Hey, look at that. We did it with Oh my god, we're not having any issues off the bat. That's amazing. That was the first time for everything. That is incredible. Okay. So we're gonna get into something different, I think. And I'm just jumping right into it. Because I'm excited about okay. it. Okay, tell me. Tell me. Okay. Well, this is a very, very newly investigation. But there's so much shit that I figure we can do a whole damn episode on just who's Ooh, involved. Okay. I mean, who really watches the news? But if anyone's been on Facebook, you've probably seen this. It's the Daybell family and with Tylee Ryan and JJ Vallows, which are the two missing kids right now. All right. Okay. We're going to get into this because... I am invested in this, and it's just a fucking crazy-ass story. Okay, we're going to go people involved. We've got Lori Daybell. She is currently married to Chad Daybell, but she has been married five different times. Uh, There's kids with different last names and everything, so not to get all that confused, right? So um, there's Tammy Daybell, who is Chad's recently ex-wife, and she is now deceased. Okay. Well, deceased wife, yes. Alex is the brother of Lori, and he is also deceased. This has all happened in a few months, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Two kids, Tylee Ryan and JJ Vallows, which are missing. So Tylee Ryan, let's do this too. Lori has been, you know, remarried five different times now. Okay, so um, there's also... Colby, which is his, he's also known as CJ. He is not deceased. He's, I believe he's in his 20s. He's married with his own family in um, Arizona. But so his, from what we can see, Lori got married. His biological father left the picture and was never seen again. And then um, Lori got remarried and to Tylee's dad adopted Colby. So, Tylee and Colby have the same last name, Ryan. Okay. Okay? <laughs> There's a lot of people in this. So, I'm just trying to, like I said, we could just do a whole episode of who's involved here. But, okay. So, Lori had an ex-husband who just left, basically left her and Colby. And then Tylee's dad, biological dad, adopted Colby. And so, both of them had the same last name. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and and so then there's JJ, which was Lori's recent ex-husband, and his name was Charles. Charles Ballow was his. So JJ has that last name. Sorry, confused. Okay. <laughs> See what I mean? Okay. So Charles Ballow, which is Lori's deceased husband as well. So Charles is now deceased as well. So Lori Daybell is married to Chad Daybell. Chad has a deceased wife, Tammy Daybell. And Lori Vallow has a deceased husband, Charles Vallow. Okay. In a, and this has all happened within a few months. Okay. Wow. You see, you see why I wanted to do this? It, it's insane. Okay. That's not all the people that's involved in this, by the way. <laughs> Okay, there's also, we're going to talk about Brandon, 
who is married to Melanie and Brandon is the ex-husband of Melanie and Melanie is Lori's niece. Okay. Okay. And then there's also this crazy psychic lady named um, Julie Rowe. And we'll just talk about her later. She's just, I just don't even know. Okay. So we're going to do a little bit of a background here. Okay. So um, both Lori and Chad are members of the LDS church. Tammy was also a member of the LDS church when she was married to Chad. And I mean, we'll get it. We'll get into her a little bit, but I'm just going to do a little bit of background right now. So they were married in the LDS church. Lori and Charles originally, when they got married, were not part of the LDS church. Lori started reading Chad's books, which he has 20 books, by the way, that he's published in the LDS church. So he has 20 books and he used to be on a podcast and all this other stuff, right? Okay, so she starts getting obsessed with his books and everything. And so she converts to the LDS church and then her um, deceased, now deceased husband that wasn't deceased then would start to go to church with her and stuff, but finally was like, okay, this isn't for me. And so she finally was like, all right, well, if you're not going to be part of this church, I can't be married to you anymore. Oh, Okay. Okay. So we're just going down just a little bit of background timeline here. Okay. Lori became obsessed. I mean, okay. So a lot of Chad's books are about the second coming. Okay. Second coming of Christ for, you know, like the people aren't fully on LDS, like, you know, the ending of the earth, that the earth is going to end soon. And the second coming is going to come. Even in one of his books, he mentions that the second coming is going to start in July of 2020. Jeez. Okay. So they are fully invested in this. They fully believe that the second coming is right around the corner, which to my knowledge, the LDS prophets have not said that yet. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, don't, I, I think I would have heard that if that was... Okay. Anyway, so they also became obsessed with this group called Preparing the People, which is kind of off of the LDS church. It's just like another branch that states, we are preparing the people for the second coming and how, how you can do so and how you can better yourself for that event. Okay. They do not claim that the second coming is going to come in July 2020. They are kind of a branch off of the LDS church. They're not exactly like they're not with the LDS church, but they're just like, well, we just want to prepare you for, for the second coming. If it comes within your lifetime. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Okay. And then with Brandon and Melanie, let me just do quick with, with them. Um, Brandon and Melanie were not LDS to begin with. And Melanie starts hanging out with Lori, which, uh, which is her aunt, a lot more, and starts to get involved with the LDS church and this preparing of people. So they're in, mixed in with both of them. And Melanie uh, starts uh, threatening her husband, even saying, if you get in my way of a preparer of the people and preparer of God, I will destroy you. They have four children together and Brandon went ahead and, and requested custody of his four children because he was scared for them and scared for his life as well. Okay. That's what's going on with everything. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Also 
Okay, so there's Alex, which is Lori's brother, which does not get along with her husband at the time, which is Charles. Charles is now deceased. Eight months later, after Charles is deceased, Alex is dead. What? Okay. So the people that are deceased right now are Tammy Daybell, which was married to Chad Daybell. We have Charles Vallos that was married to Lori Vallos. And we have Alex, which is Lori's brother. And the people that are missing right now is JJ, Ty Lee, which are the two children. Ty Lee's 17 and JJ is seven. And JJ has um, a few medical conditions, including autism. And he takes daily medication and those have not been fulfilled. And they haven't traced them or anything. Like they've been keeping tracks on it and they haven't been fulfilled. Lori Daybell and Chad Daybell are all missing. Okay. You got it? <laughs> I think so. This is why I was like, okay, I need to I need to do my rundown with this first. Okay. So Brandon and Melanie, right? Which is the niece. Okay, they ended up getting divorced. Two weeks after that, she married someone in the Nevada temple. Two weeks? Uh-huh. Oh, this shit gets crazy. Let me tell you. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to get into the nitty gritty. That is the background. (laughs) This is Lori and Charles. Lori was claiming in last January to Charles that she was a translator from God that was sent by God, who was gifted by God to send the 1400 into the millennium for the second coming. She also told Charles that if she got, he got in the way of his, he will dispose of him and the angels would help dispose of his body. This was six months before he died. Oh, jeepers. Yep. According to her family, two years before, like two years before the death happened, her family said when she became LDS, she became a monster. She became obsessed with the LDS church obsessed more with the second coming of of christ and she truly believed that she was someone that was supposed to be there when god came okay not to get confused with lori but laurie who is charles sister okay (laughs) yeah because that's not confusing at all laurie not (laughs) laurie um said that charles would call him in the middle of the night and he was just sobbing not knowing what to do for his safety or the children he was just he was terrified she said that he was terrified he filed for divorce and a, filed for a protection order and this protection order got dismissed you know he tried to get the police to put her also under a 72-hour protective mental hold but that didn't happen <laughs> either he was worried about the safety of his two kids um, Tylee, who, I mean, her other husband, she claimed he died of a heart attack before she remarried and got JJ. So she claimed. Sure he did. Yeah. So she claimed that the father of Tylee and Colby died of a heart attack before she got remarried. Okay. And JJ was adopted from Charles and Lori, from Charles' uh, mother and father. Now, it is unclear 
I'm not a hundred percent sure as to why the grandparents originally had custody. Some speculate that the mother passed away. Some speculate that the mother was too young and gave custody to her parents. But Charles and Lori seemed to have the perfect life. They were, you know, Tylee was 17, so she was a little bit older and they wanted to adopt JJ. So the grandparents allowed Charles and Lori to adopt JJ. Okay. Okay. So JJ is adopted, but like blood blood related to Charles. But they got permission from... I feel like I need a pie chart or something. I know. Trust me. Actually, let me see if I can show you. I made a whole list with... With, with the... <laughs> With names and pictures, because <laughs> this is insane, right? Yeah, it, it's just it's crazy. This is why I was like this. This this is insane. I know that we are literally. I mean, like they've been missing since since September, and this fully got released in December, and it is January, and this is all the inf- this we have all this information. It's even crazy. It's insane. <sighs> Like, okay, yeah, there's just so much happening. Yeah. So, well, so Charles and Lori adopted JJ at 10 months old from Charles's parents. We don't know who the biological fathers were, father or mother. Fathers. Were. There were two biological fathers. Hey, there might have been. Who knows? Nowadays. <laughs> well, biological fathers is a bit of a different story, though. Hey, you could have a man and then a woman trans transitioning into a uh, man and that is technically two biological fathers don't try to figure this out <laughs> just don't even is that not just don't even <laughs> go there I because they had what, the- i understand what you're saying and i guess yes technically but let's just not even go there <laughs> well they had the you know the pregnant the, the pregnant man or whatever right because that's what was happening is she was transitioning to be a man and she actually gave he sorry he gave birth to their child so yes it could okay right yes well it could have been we don't know the situation okay okay let's do it let's keep moving on (laughs) okay moving on okay july 11th 2019 Charles, he decided to move out of state because okay. he just could not handle Lori. <laughs> and so he came to pick up some stuff that, you know, he just barely moved. So, and he was going to go get JJ, you know, just for him to come and hang out with them. And they're not officially divorced yet, but he was like, hey, I'm going to pick him up and we're okay. going to go, you know, spend some time together. According to Alex, according to the body cam of the police, this is exactly what Alex said. They came in to get JJ, and his sister Lori took his phone from him and refused to give it back. So he got violent okay. with his sister while trying to get the phone back. Alex, which is Lori's okay. brother, said that him and Charles got into a fight and allegedly oh, Charles hit him in the head with a baseball bat. Alex went to his room and pulled out a gun and said, put the bat down before shooting him twice in the chest and killing him. Ah, okay. Cops claimed that it was in self-defense and it was over. Case was closed. 
the cases now have been reopened since all this has come out, but sure. So let's see. That is So first he just got away with killing him. Like yes. no more questions nope, asked. Nope, no more questions asked. That's it. Self-defense. Okay. That's it. Okay. According to friends and family, Chad and Lori were having an affair since 2008 when they both went to a meeting about becoming LDS members and oh sure because that's an appropriate time to start an affair yeah exactly you know that's that's totally what the LDS believe affairs and all right okay sure (laughs) makes perfect sense which all logic here yeah because you know when you become LDS that's the first thing is you have several wives by the way I, I will eventually get to the whole thing in this, but Lori actually believed that she was a reincarnated wife from Joseph Smith. No. Yeah. Reincarnation and the LDS church also. Don't go what? together. Like, what the fuck is going on? This person just has no idea what they're talking about in any... Okay, continue. Yes. Okay. So anyway, and so she kept going to several meetings and talks that um chad would go to charles didn't want to convert so she was like well you're gonna get in my way i'm going to destroy you and essentially her brother did well sure because you're a reincarnated wife of joseph smith you can do what you want right oh my God. i want to know smith which one out of like the 56 though uh, which one are you it doesn't matter he has so many that you could just be like pick one <laughs> hey were you that 12 year old it's probably Emma, because she's the most talked about, and clearly you want to be the reincarnated one of the most talked about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, after her husband was killed, she just decides to move to Rexburg. That's where Chad's living. And Chad's wife is still alive at this time. Oh, thank you for clarifying at this time. Great. But, well, <laughs> there's so much going on that I have to clarify that. So she moved so close to him that they were actually even in the same ward. Okay. So this is where Brandon comes in. Okay, on October 2nd. So, you know, her husband was killed on July 11th. Now this is October. Brandon Bardo, which is Melanie's husband, which is the niece of Lori. Okay. She w- he was shot twice when going to the gym through a drive-by shooting. And that car was the car that Ty Lee, which is Lori's daughter, drives. Oh, okay. Bullets missed his head by a few millimeters. So now Ty Lee is possibly shooting people at. Well. Or Ty Lee's car. Ty Lee's car. Some believe that it might have been Alex trying to dispose of all these non-believers for Lori. Okay. And then some believe that now, like, Alex knows too much, so now Lori took Alex out. Sure. Okay. Because he's, he's deceased, yeah. Well, we haven't gotten up to that part. But in this part in time, in life, right now, he's deceased. But not in the story okay. yet. Okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Also, I just need a side note of this. When um, Charles got shot and killed, the kids were in the house. Tylee and JJ were both in the house. No. It is unclear okay. if they saw anything. Um because Lori, like after the shooting happened, Lori drove them to school and dropped them off. And they haven't been seen since. They haven't been talked to or anything. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But here's the thing. Okay. So Tylee's car was seen shooting in October. She's been missing since August. Okay. So who else has the keys to the vehicle? So also, so CJ, her son, 
is concerned because he hasn't talked to her or seen normally he sees his brothers and sisters you know on facetime or whatever and he's like what's going on so he calls the police to have a welfare check and she's like oh they're visiting they're with alex in arizona mm-hmm. um so they're like okay and they just let it go the very next day they come back because they find out that's not true her and chad are gone okay so someone as soon as someone did a welfare check on the kids they disappeared that's not suspicious at all not at all okay we are going to get into tammy daybell's death tammy was the wife of chad okay mm-hmm. okay there's just so many names that it's it gets a little confusing on this yeah okay this is a week later after brandon said someone tried to shoot him a week okay Someone shoots her with what she said was a paintball gun. And she posted it on her neighborhood Facebook group, said something weird just happened. I just wanted to let you know about it. Someone with a ski mask, what looked like a paintball gun, was shooting at me, but I didn't think it was loaded. I yelled for Chad and my husband ended up chasing after him, but couldn't catch up to him. She thought it was some type of sick prank. She also noted on there that she did call the police, but she didn't think anything of it but some other people were commenting on there and said i don't think it was a prank i think that was a misfire and it just happened to not you know it was a misfire it happened to not shoot you okay i mean she could have been dead that day if it wasn't for that um we're gonna go ahead and do a little bit of background story on tammy and she's not as crazy as chad she was actually very nice person (laughs) or was a nice person okay so she was originally from pasadena california and she was originally a charter mental she was a charter member of the mentally gifted students member of her family and then her family ended up moving to utah when she was 13 and she played drums she loved books she loved reading and then she went to byu where she met chad and fell in love and she was very supportive of him and his dream. Um, she actually worked as a secretary for a while to financially provide for both of them while Chad was in school. Mm-hmm. She then became involved in genealogy and she had a love for that. And she became a stay at home mom after that. When she had children, they moved to Ogden. Okay. And pretty common Mormon story. Exactly. She took them to the library often to pass on her love of books. And then she became a computer teacher and she was teaching at the same school as her kids were so that she could be closer with them okay then they moved to springville utah in 2004 she started she designed her own business and she made book covers that designed lds book covers like she did this all on photoshop and she designed every single book cover of chad's as well so she would not only do just chad's but she ended up doing whole bunch of LDS book covers okay so I mean her sister says like okay so the police claim that she died of natural causes um Chad denied an autopsy when they found her she was just found in her bed and Chad denied any type of autopsy report for her but this wasn't deemed suspicious no okay what because people just die like that yeah, they just die. I mean, totally normal, healthy. They just die. Sure. 
So like her sister's like, no, no way, no way that that is. And she even begged Chad to get an autopsy report and be like, well, was there something wrong? She was on a medication for depression and stuff as of right then. But who could blame her? Her freaking husband's cheating on her. Sure. Her husband has been cheating on her since 2008. Yeah. Okay. So after she was laid to rest two weeks, just two weeks after Tammy was laid to rest, Lori and Chad were married. Not suspicious at all. Okay. So since this has happened, the police have decided to open up a case on Tammy and they did their own autopsy report to see if she really died of natural causes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, on December 12th, Alex's brother is found dead in his apartment and this is the exact same day the police decided to open up an investigation against Laurie and Chad. Okay. Once so, again, nothing suspicious ever. Oh, absolutely not. So here's a, here's a theory, you know, on Alex. Alex didn't like any of Laurie's ex-husbands. Didn't matter who it was. He didn't like any of them. Okay. And he, he was in the LDS church as well, and as well as this preparing of people. The theory is, is that Alex is that masked man that Tammy saw, and possibly it wasn't a paintball, but it was a real gun, and it just misfired. He might have been the one that also ended up eventually killing her, and he could be the one, I mean, he's obviously the one that killed Charles already, but he could have been the one that killed her ex-husband that died of a heart attack, in quotations, and um, they, it could also be the one that had shots fired at Brandon, which is, Brandon is melanie's ex-husband which melanie is Lori's niece i just feel like i have to clarify yeah it's always good to have reminders <laughs> so they claim that you know what maybe it was all alex and now that alex knows too much and did all this now Lori took alex out it's possible they did not say how alex has died they have not announced that yet also, Tammy's autopsy port has came back. They did not say why, but they said that it was enough. There was enough evidence in her autopsy report. Check Lori and Chad's home. And they ended up collecting 43 items um, as evidence, including bodily functions. So hair, blood, stuff like that. Okay. So now the only remaining witnesses as to exactly what happened and if it was self-defense with charles and alex are tylee and jj and Lori, which are all missing and we okay yes they've gone completely off, gone off the map but Lori and chad are communicating through a lawyer oh okay hey, um they will not say if the kids are alive or okay or dead they won't they won't comment that's a no comment okay but the other quote is that here's what the lawyer said chad Daybell is a loving father and supports his children. Lori is a devoted mother that says that all these allegations are false. We look forward to addressing anything once they have been moved and beyond speculation and rumor, which another lawyer went on to say that basically what they're saying is cops don't have enough evidence as of right now, but we're staying low and they're claiming their innocence until either something is found or nothing is found okay okay and they are just person as of interest right now they're not suspects okay okay now here's the fucking crazy shit if that's not crazy enough oh good we haven't gotten to the craziest shit (laughs) all right there is this woman called julie Rowe. okay and she is an excommunicated familias church she claimed that her excommunication came after um she entered the spirit world after having a near-death experience 
She claims that she has spoken to the children in the spirit world, but she will not tell you where they are. She said that they're well and happy in the sunshine. Well, doesn't that mean they're in the spirit world? She claims that she can talk to your spirits, like spirit, like as if you're still alive, but still talk to you. Okay, she's so she's, she's talking to them in the spirit world, but that doesn't mean they're dead? No. Okay. Here's a little background on her. So she had this near-death experience, and she claimed that she entered the spirit world where she was shown the past, present, and the future of all things. And these events would be glorious, and some would be tragic. She claimed that she met a man named John who showed her everything that was meant to be, and she was supposed to spread this to the world. Okay. Oh my god, I cannot even say this. <laughs> what a straight face. Mm. She claimed she didn't meet Chad in person, but she met him in spirit. Sure. And she knew that Tammy was going to die. Okay. She's like, so I reached out. And in July of 2014, I met Tammy. And I immediately had this vision that she was going to be on the other side. Julie okay. claimed that she never told the Chad this. But Chad came to her and said that he had the same revelation. And that he was very sad about it. Oh. She did. She met up with him in person. And they did some cleansing to him. Did they now? <laughs> god i cannot even say that oh my god this is ridiculous seriously she said she never met uh Lori, but she said that her angels told her that she needed to stay away from Lori, and that Lori was bad news and that she told chad that the angels said to stay away from him okay and chad claimed that he had this vision of tammy dying and so did julie and it was the exact same vision that she died in a car accident but it was supposed to happen a year ago she wasn't supposed to be she wasn't supposed to die this way sure it was supposed to happen but it just didn't yeah but julie said she got a message saying that tammy's life was extended and chad claimed he had the same message and he was so grateful to have more time with her and then julie said that the angel said that she was gonna die soon though and she saw tammy dressed in white with her family welcoming her home yeah Oh my god, this woman. Julie also claims that she travels to different galaxies and has seen aliens and helped their spirits as well. Oh good. <laughs> did she did she see some, you know, movie characters while there? Should we write a film? Maybe. She claims that she has talked to Tammy since she has passed on. She is all in white and she's having a good with her family and she's in the sunshine okay she also claims that she works with the fbi and she says that there's most oh the fbi <laughs> that are trying to set chad up that he did not murder his wife but these moles are trying to set him up it is all Lori. it is not chad chad is wonderful uh-huh if chad and julie were saying seeing this both of them at the death of the of their wife of like his wife why why wouldn't you tell tell her i mean if i had a vision of my husband dying i i it, tell him if you were dying i would tell you yes but we are not blessed enough to have visions like that oh my god so if, i mean she has if she has these powers and abilities and why can't she tell us where the kids are she claims that she's talked to their spirits and they're safe i thought but, if you had visions like that you were a demon adrian seriously um i mean i've had weird dreams of you know people dying and actually they do die before that's why you're a demon i know but to sit 
and you know what i don't have a problem like with people saying like yeah i had this feeling or this vision or whatever before something happened okay but she I feel like she's trying to use these children and this case to boost her publicity because she has a YouTube and a podcast and all that. And it's disgusting. It's completely disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting when people do that, when they're like, oh, I've seen them and I've talked to them. Like, no, you're not that special. You're fucking insane. Did you have a near-death experience? Sure. Did you probably see something during then? Sure. But to claim all this, this is bullshit. This is dis- gross. It's disgusting. Yeah. There's this podcast also called Preparing the People, which is about protecting yourself for the second coming, like I've said. It's a podcast. They have their own website. Um, they have also gone on and, you know, taken down any podcast that Chad was in as of right oh, now. Okay. Lori was also on this podcast. So they were both involved in this, but now this podcast is fully taking down anything. They said, we are not involved with them. They said, you know, that's not what we're about. They basically have gone on to say, these people have taken it into their own hands, basically. Yeah. Chad also says in one of his books that he believes, like, in his, so, like, about the author, he believes that he is the prophet of the second coming. Okay. Yes. Okay, so, and also, if you want to come up, all the books are under Chad Spring Creek Book Company. Uh, There's 20 of them, by the way. They're they're even on Amazon. (laughs) And he has beautiful audiobooks as well. Oh, sure. Yeah. Does he do his own audiobook? I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. He might be one of those people that does their own audiobook. Okay, I am going to answer your question first. So, on Audible, because I was on Audible, because Audible is amazing. I was searching for Chad Daybell, and he has six books up there, and one of them is narrated by him, since you did ask. Oh. All right. We will go ahead and listen to his awful voice for a second, though. Okay. But the other four... One, two... There's only five. Sorry, there's five. The other four are na- narrated by Seth Daybell, which looks like it might be his son. Not 100% sure. Sure. Seth, okay. who are you? Apparently, it says that he's living in Springville, but his wife says on her profile, Facebook, that he- they are living in Rexburg, which if they are, they could have been close to his dad. Maybe they know some information. Not exactly sure. But here is the seven principles of priesthood narrated by chad daybell chapter one authority congratulations as an ironic priesthood holder you are part of a great team that is growing each day and is sweeping the world the gospel of jesus christ has been restored along with heavenly father's priesthood power the authority okay that's all i can listen to that's if you want to listen to a good book like you know i've been reading the 100 listening to the 100 not reading because when i read it takes me for fucking ever like to get through a book it really does i don't i just i don't have the time i don't have the patience and i don't have the time to sit and read through a book so if you want a good book on audible like the 100 which is fantastic you can go to audibletrial.com slash crime theories pod and get yourself a, a free book read the 100 plus then you also get two audible originals plus for a limited time until august i think it's august 19th i might be correct on that 
but you will also get a $20 Amazon credit. So you get three books for free and an Amazon credit. I mean, who could go wrong? If you really want to listen to Chad Davo, you can do that without spending a dime by going to audibletrial.com slash pod. All right. Sounds, sounds like something. Well, the audible <laughs> part sounds like something everyone should do. Yes. You, you definitely should go to audible. Okay. So that's what we have. Okay. Also, um, Lori, right when they got divorced from her husband, like right when she was in the middle of getting divorced from her deceased husband, um, when he got that, he was trying to get that protective order. He also claimed that she took $35,000 from his bank account, which was their joint bank account, but they were in the middle of getting divorced. Just throwing that out there. That's not um, proven, but there is proof that there was $35,000 taken out of his account. Okay. 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 So that's what we have. That's, that's what we, that's, that's information. That's yeah. That is what we have. I mean, um, if you want to be on the lookout for these people, JJ or Joshua, he's seven. He has brown hair. He's about 50 pounds and four feet. Tylee is 17. She had blonde hair. She's five feet and she's 160 pounds. And then Lori, she's short. She's a little shorty thing. Yep. And so it's kind of funny. So um, Chad, which is CJ, which is Lori's oldest son, right? Mm-hmm. He has posted on YouTube and Facebook um, calling out to his mom and being like, you know, you need to stop this. You're not answering my phone or anything. So I feel like I have to do this publicly. And then he also has this um, one episode. It's only like five minutes long. It's a video on Tyler and Tylee, sorry, and JJ. And he's like, she hates it when you call her short. She's a little feisty little thing. She basically, you know, I mean, he doesn't say it because he's only ass, but he's like, she'll kick your ass basically. Yeah. Like, you know, she's a little feisty little thing. She's got freckles all over, like you. And don't be telling people that. (laughs) No, she doesn't have any freckles. Um, (laughs) People are worried for their lives right now, you know? Yeah. They're worried that if they think the second coming is truly coming in July, that they, you know, they might be doing them a mercy by killing them. Yeah. right now and that they'll be together soon like so and also the grandparents that raised JJ for his first 10 months have called out too and just been like hey you know they also said if you would just FaceTime us you don't have to do that to the police but just us to let us know that the kids are okay things would be so much better like yeah. just a FaceTime like to know that they're okay you know yeah, we make everything better, but they won't. They won't. They they won't deny that they're not dead, but they won't deny that they're alive either. Yeah. So, and as of right now, um, I also want to note this: Brandon, which is Melanie, um, Brandon has custody of all four of his kids right now, and they are under the witness protection right now. Oh, okay. So they are fully under protection right now because. They just don't know. They're all of them are fearful for their lives. 
Yeah. Which is understandable. So, <sighs> okay, there we go. <laughs> That's a lot. Yes. That's why I figured, like, I mean, like, I, I, I was thinking, oh, I'll just collect all this and like six months down the road, I'll do one. And I'm like, I bet you I have enough information right now to even do one episode. Theories? Yeah. Thoughts? I don't even know what, I mean. <laughs> where to even start? What kind of theory? I mean, there's definitely some weird shit going on here. I think they've created their own branch of LDS. Yes. Uh, I think it's a mix of the LDS and this preparing the people, which a lot of their beliefs are off the LDS. But, like, the whole reincarnation thing definitely is not LDS. No. I mean, their family is claiming, like, they've gotten to this weird freaking cult thing. We don't even know what it is, like, which possibly, I feel like maybe they're starting their own cult thing. I'm not saying the LDS church isn't a cult because it fucking is. It's just not their cult. This is just different than the LDS. Like, this is just a weird, I don't even know, you know, this is weird. Yeah, I'm not even sure what I'm supposed to have theories on. I think the kids are dead. You do? Yeah. Uh, I, okay. Let me do this. Um, Alex was involved in all this, too. Okay. And he didn't like any of her ex-husbands. I don't know if that was just being a big brother, protector, or whatever. I think possibly he killed her first husband that, quote, had a heart attack. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I, I mean, obviously he killed Charles. That's not even a question. Obviously. Was he the shooter though? Well, okay. So Tylee was missing at this time. Who else had the car? It was Lori, Chad, Alex. Those are the three key people that could have had the car to kill um, Tammy. Actually, Chad was in the home when yeah. Tammy got shot. So my guess is it is either Alex or Lori that shot at Brandon and shot at Tammy. And I don't think it was a paintball gun. Yeah. I think it was a misfire. I think it was one of those two. And I think whoever it was, though, obviously I think Alex knew or he knew too much and Lori took him out. She. I mean, now he's dead. Like, they, they didn't say how. They haven't said how, but he is dead, like, eight months after the shooting of her ex-husband. That's, that's normal. I think Lori might be the mastermind, and she's a manipulative little bitch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think she's gone freaking cuckoo. Cuckoo for Okay, well, that's not a question. <laughs> that's a definite. Well, and we know... You know, Chad was definitely home when she was shot at. So it was either Lori or Chad or random, which I don't think. I don't believe that. Yeah, no. Or could, you know, Lori and Chad been, you know, in on it together and knew that it was going to happen. So he stayed home while she, you know, and was maybe calling her and letting her know, hey, okay, she's outside. I. I don't know. Like, yeah, let's just kill both of your, both of our, you know, because they've been having this affair since 2000, 
and eight. Yeah. It's 2019. Well, let's just get, you know, because you can't get divorced in the LDS church, but let's have affairs and murder people. Sure, that's all appropriate. I feel like my now, the kids would have been seen or something. Yeah. I mean, keeping kids locked up in a house for that long. Like, especially because one of them's 17, like. Yeah, one of them's 17 and the other one is seven with autism. Yeah, they're not just going to play along and be like, yeah, I'm cool not talking to my friends or anybody. Yeah. That 17-year-old dang well has a phone or something, you know? And I mean, she had a Facebook and everything, so. I don't believe that they're just like, oh, hanging out and chilling. Nope. Definitely. And obviously, Lori and Chad are still alive because they're communicating with their lawyer. But that's why they're still hiding, because they killed them. And if they come out, then people will be like, hey, now you have to show us kids. Yep. And I think right now they're hiding and seeing, like, okay, how much do they know? And then we'll go with the bare minimum of what they know. Jeez. I think it might turn into, like, Chad gets off. And Lori is just like... Everything's blamed on her if it is true or not, but jeez. Like I was at home when my wife was shot at. I but that doesn't explain her I, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see on how her autopsy comes back and what was in her system. Yeah. Cause according to sources, Lori and Tammy never met. So it's not like she could drop something in her food or they were like hanging out. It would have been half done been him then. Yeah. And if her, you know, um, deceased, other deceased husband that died of a quote heart attack died that way. Well, maybe she knew how to do it and just told Chad how to do it. Oh my gosh. Here's another question. Was Julie crazy fucking spirit lady having an affair with Chad too? I don't know. I wouldn't put anything past Chad. Fucking Chad. That is just so much information. <laughs> it It's a lot, right? Like, all this just came out in December. Yeah. This is January. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the kids have been missing since September. So that was, like, as soon as that found out, that was issued. But all of this information just all came out. Jeez. See, this is why I thought. I was like, well, shit, I can do a full episode on this. And then when, when we get more information, I'll be able to do a whole another one. I was going to wait six months, but I was like, I have so much information now. I'll just do one now. I will put part one on this. I don't know when part two is going to come out, but I am damn sure I'll have a part two sometime. There, I am just... You don't you don't even know what to say, huh? It's it's a lot of information. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Said it's almost even hard to postulate theories because it's like it just like oh my gosh. If yeah. those children are alive, I will be very happy though. I'm kind of feeling not so hopeful on it. Am I a bad person? No, I think that too. I think that's why they ran as soon as like they found out that their story wasn't true. Yeah. As soon as their story 
which was the very next day because they called and were trying to verify if the kids were in Arizona with Alex and they found out he was dead in his home. Totally normal. Yeah, totally normal. And if she did steal that, you know, $35,000 that you could live. I forgot about the $35,000. You could live off that for a bit. So, hey, you know, just keep an eye out for people. Oh, my gosh. That whole story is such a clusterfuck. Right? It's insane. So you think the kids are dead? Obviously, those two are still alive because they are communicating through a lawyer. What kind of lawyer is just, like, chatting with them like this? A Rexburg lawyer? One that probably doesn't get in a lot of cases. He's like, I'm bored. What the heck? Yeah, hey, this is going to get me publicity. Let's do it. You might be murderers, but let's do it. Well, obviously, there are lawyers who defend murderers all the time. You guys are fucks. Just saying. If you truly believe that someone's innocent, okay. But if you truly think that they're a fucking murderer and you're going to defend them, fuck you. But they have the right to lawyers. It's our system. Oh, I get that. They have the right to lawyers. I'm just saying that... If you're a lawyer and you're defending someone that you truly think murdered someone, fuck you. Okay, so I was watching, you know, segue here. Um, <laughs> I was watching um, the Watts family, and he had two lawyers, one one on each side of him, and they're going through and they're talking, like the families are coming up and reading whatever they want to say to him, right? Yeah. And the guy standing right next to him is bawling his eyes out the girl oh. is stone and she's like when she gets up there and talks you know about what he wants to say he's got nothing to say he's you know he has no comment like she's stone the guy on his side is like this guy like he keeps looking he keeps looking at chris watson is looking like do you feel anything like seriously i'm over here fucking bawling listening to this and yeah. you could tell that he wanted to get up and fucking walk away. You should have, dude. You should have fucking walked away. And that woman that was defending him, fuck you. You're a goddamn heartless bitch. Yeah. Sorry. I also I also watched uh, him where he just describes what he did to the children and stuff. And then how he blamed it all on his fucking wife. And then he's like, yeah. I'm still a dad no matter what I did to them. No matter what they did to me, they were still my kids. I was like, fuck you you fucking bastard you fucking killed them you have the no goddamn right to ever call yourself a goddamn father yeah fucking piece of shit anyway but i could tell that that one lawyer on the other side there was like dude like he was bawling and he was like dude i you could tell he thought about walking out of there and he should have yeah he he you could sit there and tell that he anyway there's like that whole fucking clusterfuck (sighs) oh man yeah you have anything (laughs) other than i think the kids are dead yeah i think there's a whole lot of crazy people and i don't know what they claim to be but none of those people are actually following anything mormon no they're Besides the fact that they got married in the temple and we're going to church on Sunday, that, okay, because people are sitting there and they're like, yeah, the audience is a cult. Okay, it is, but whatever they are doing is not 
LDS just because they went to fucking church and got married in the temple. How the fuck did people like this get approved to be in the temple, though? You tell me. Liar. Oh, is that it? They lied. That's it? Well, obviously, they're sleeping around with other people. So so. you can just lie and get married in the temple? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that God didn't smite you down and not allow that. Oh, no, he punishes you later. Oh. It's not the bishop's place if you lie. Even if the bishop knows you lie, that's your option to lie. But if he knows you lied, shouldn't he say something? And be like, denied. I don't know. I mean, I've never actually been a bishop. Well, that's because you're not worthy because you're a woman and have a vagina. There's a whole lot of reasons I'm not worthy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you weren't worthy even back then because you didn't have a vagina. You have a vagina. Not worthy. (laughs) Because only men are allowed. I didn't want to be a bishop. It seems like to me they took stuff from the LDS and they took stuff from this preparing of people and made their own fucking weird reality. They with did it. their own something, that's for damn sure. Like their own, I don't even want to call it a religion because it's just them that are in it. <laughs> their own thoughts and everything. And sad to say, I think that they killed the kids because they do believe that the second coming is coming in July. Just like, you know, when all those people decided to commit suicide because the millennium was happening. Here we are, 20 years later. Totally normal behavior. Yep. Complete and total. The real question is, why didn't any of these people receive psychiatric help? Well, Charles... Lori's deceased husband, one of them, tried. He tried to get her into psychiatric psychiatric help and put a protective order against her, and he was denied. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know what's even more fucked up? Is that you have to pay to get a protective order? Like, to get a temporary one, it's free. But You have to pay to get... I had to pay like $600 to have one against my ex. And then getting one for children is nearly fucking impossible. I tried to put one in for my son and that was like a hell fucking no. I'm like, seriously? Well, sure. No, because having a few month old baby with a huge ass bruise on him is... I could get a... You know, uh, he could have a supervised visits, but getting a protective order that was not gonna happen i'm like really really oh okay because that makes sense it does i'm paying six hundred dollars for a protective order which is just a fucking piece of paper does nothing else how about instead you go get a fucking gun for your own protection because apparently if you just say that someone you know it was self-defense that they don't ask questions, at least in Arizona. Until Evidently. Until your body's dead, too, and then they open up a case. Mm-hmm. Kitty! You heard that? Yeah. Hi, Spares! <laughs> I have puppies, and oh, I have a kitty here, too. He's sleeping. Yeah, mine just Maybe entered. Guys. Like, hey, why aren't you giving me attention right now? Oh, my God. 
Skyler was so cute. He wanted to come out on the bed, but he's old, so I had to carry his butt up on bed. And then he was just laying on his back, like, pet me all night long. Hi. You were like, pet me. And then Loki was standing up on his kennel, like, barking. I was like, shut the fuck up. So I went and put it on his bark collar, and I was like, yeah, what now, bitch? Well, Sparrow is like, you usually stop by and pet me while you're doing chores. Why haven't you stopped by and petted me? (laughs) You haven't petted me. me. Why haven't you petted me? Hi, I will pet you. Well, what makes this case so weird and different is like, we've got California, we've got stuff that's happened in Utah, we've got stuff that's happened in Arizona, and we got stuff that's happened in Idaho. Yeah. Oh, and you know, the remarriage of Melanie that happened in um, Nevada. There's that too. So we're just all over here. So they could technically be anywhere, you know. I hope the kids are alive. I don't I don't think so. I think if they truly believe that the second coming is coming in July, that they did what they call a mercy killing and killed them. Yeah. And I think right now they're going down the line and killing anyone that had any ties that knows any information. And as of right now, too, it hasn't been clear. They haven't said where Melanie is, which is the niece of Lori. Yeah. They haven't said 